boy, we close in on Christmas. It is just around the corner. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. As uh, Ward pointed out, it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. Uh, it's, I mean, it's here. It's ready to go. Shop, uh, shopping update, please. We uh, Did we go shopping again last night? We did. Did we have a better attitude about it? Um, yes, had a better attitude. Did we Did we complete the, the task at hand? Got nothing. What? Yeah. <laughs> got a, maybe, let's see. I got one thing. So how many, I mean, so in, in this big number, what? how many more gifts do you need to purchase? At least 10. Yeah. 10. Yeah. I got, I mean, I got some, I told you I did some on Amazon, so I'm not completely. You're not going to go without gifts. No, it, it'll it be fine. I, uh, and I, I got three of those last night that I'll pick up today. So that's, that's a good thing. Did some online stuff. Good. So, yeah. All right. So here's not what, bad. Here's, not bad. It's not. It's no, not. No, it's not grace. a total disaster. No, but I mean, no, if you, no. I, I wouldn't want the pressure of having to purchase ten gifts right now. I mean, eh, and then help right. out around, or you know, with the other family members, and oh, yeah, it'll be all right. I thrive. Stress level there. Nah. Here's what I want to know today. I want to know. Oh. And it could be. It's going to be an and or type of deal. Mm-hmm. Favorite. Christmas movie and or television program. Okay. Favorite Christmas movie and or television program. All right. Do you have one? Oh, yeah. What is it? Christmas Story, hands down. Is it really? Yeah, no no doubt about it. <laughs> I, I, you're going to think I'm nuts, but I'm telling you, and I haven't seen it this year because I missed it on CBS, like Thanksgiving night or the night after or whatever it was. I'm a Rudolph dude. It was on last night. What channel? It was on uh, the Freedom Channel. Was it really? Yeah. I was busy watching Army in Missouri, mm-hmm. and I did not know that. Yeah. Holy smokes! You know, and, and I'm telling you, I, I love Frosty too. I think you can get it not, on Amazon not, not too. The, you can. I'm not buying it. I, I, I'm not buying it, <laughs> and I don't care if it's three ninety nine. I'm not buying it. That, it's your favorite. That's a dead gum program that should be free. And it is if you can find it back in November when they put it on the air. I don't, I don't get that. I, I'll be honest. It was, it was on last night. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> it would have been nice to get a text last night going, hey, I'm watching Frosty or Rudolph or whatever. Were they both on? Uh, no, just Rudolph. See, I don't like the end returns or, or, or you know, the, the, the ones that go with it. I, I don't. But, look, it is what it is. So, but I, I'm a, I'm, a, and if I had to, if I had to, to narrow it down to a movie, I'm telling you, I'm going right now, Christmas Vacation. I think that's Another the, good one. I think that's the great, you know, uh, I think that's a great one. So you like the one with Ralphie and. Oh yeah. My brother. When that dog steals that, that turkey. That's greatness. Is that not classic? The dogs. Whole pack yeah. Of them. Yeah, it is. Yeah. My brother, I think three years ago. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. Two or three years ago, <laughs> got me a Red Rider BB gun. Did he now? Yeah, it's still in the box. How cool is that? That's greatness. Yeah, how cool is that? But when Ralphie beats the snot out of that kid, he'd had enough. Mm-hmm. He'd had enough. 
that's a great scene <laughs> when the, when they're trying to sing the the Christmas songs at the restaurant. The, the that's Chinese a great scene. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a great scene. There's, there's, it's just a and great when the, movie. And when the, the little through. brother's trying to get up, you know, he's got the, the snowsuit on. Uh-huh. If you've ever lived up north, you get it. I mean, I've been to that house. Have you really? Yeah, it's in Cleveland. Uh, and when I, I've told you the story that I went, flew up there and drove Blaze back from his internship up there. And uh, he took me by the, the house, the, the uh, Christmas story house. And it has the lamp in front, looks just like the movie. How cool. It's, yeah, it's, it's great. That was a great moment. I've got a picture somewhere of it. It's it so does cool. kind of freak me out when they're standing in line to see Santa Claus, and that's that's <laughs> kind of a dark spot in the movie. Yeah. When <laughs> anyway, I don't know. The Wizard of Oz witch shows up. Yeah. How about that? All right. Seven oh five. Five minutes after seven. We got a uh, we got an interesting show for you today. There's a lot of you know. Normally this time of year we're all going. What are we going to do for you know for the sports talk show? Other than talk about the fill in the blank bowl game. Uh, there's just not a ton going on. However, there's plenty going on today, and we will get to some Cowboy news and notes with R.J. Achoa. We're going to talk about the uh, Sugar Bowl with the uh, Bears and Ole Miss. Uh, Jeff Tarpley is going to be here, update us on the Aggie situation. The Aggies have pulled out of the Gator Bowl, and we'll talk about that. Bryce Cherry is going to get us uh, an update on what's going on with the Bears and Ole Miss, and we'll talk to Bryce for the Waco Trail. we got a lot to talk about. Ole Miss has decided to change their travel plans, and they have not announced their new travel plans. They're not going in on Monday. Baylor has not made a decision, or, or at least right now they haven't changed. Let me rephrase it. They have not changed uh, their travel plans, at least not publicly yet. Uh, they haven't made an announcement, so uh, you know, expecting the Bears to go in on Monday as of today. But I, I you know, would you change if you're Baylor? I, 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 I no. You're going in on Monday. Yeah. See, I'm changing. Uh, I'm going in a little later on in the week, uh, and that's just. Just me. Uh, but And I think that's what Ole Miss is going to end up doing. They're going to probably go in a little later on in the week, and so they'll, they'll have to adjust some of the, uh, you know, some of the things that uh, those, those teams do when they're at a bowl game and, you know, visits and, and, and press conferences and all kinds of stuff. And so they'll now, – I might change some of those plans, but I would go ahead and go in, and you've got your own team hotel. I think you can, you know, and you can isolate yourself as much as possible. I, I, I just think that that's, that's the way to go for me. Well, and, and, it, and look, it's not my team. They, they no, know, I know they know better than I do. Yeah, and, and you know, and they probably got more information from the Sugar Bowl people yep. and in the city of New Orleans uh-huh. and, and and what have you. But uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about. And there's, I'm telling you, there's a lot of moving parts going on right now. Th- this, I mean, if you wanted to, you could just you, you could go on the extreme side of caution, work out here, and you know, it's not too terribly bad to to just charter in and go to the stadium and play and charter out. Well, and I, that Ole Miss has decided that they're going to start their game prep in Oxford and not in. Yeah. North. So I mean, so that's, do that. Now I I think that they'll get there obviously uh, a little before. They're not going to wait till you know the night before. But I I, I don't think well, they're, clearly they're not going in on Monday, and we're waiting to hear what they're going to do. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little later on in the program. So we got a lot of stuff to do right now. We're going to say Merry Christmas and uh, hello to Mike Gray from the uh, Humane Society. Mike, good morning. How are you, buddy? Doing well. Good morning, guys. Uh, hey, hey, Griswold, where are you going to think you're going to stick a tree that big? <laughs> best, best, best Christmas movie is uh, Christmas Vacation by far. So you're going with Christmas Vacation? Yes, sir. 
All right, good deal. And, and by the way, people can can respond to us on our CNC Collision Center text line at two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Mike, did we did we do we have enough dog food? Are we good to go to take care of our our animals uh, through this through this holiday run? Uh, so we are running a little low on dog food. We've been getting a lot of fosters out, um, and so with that, we give dog food to the fosters. We've also had a uh, Quite a few families uh, from the community come in uh, needing dog food. So uh, definitely run low on dog food and cat food. Um, if anybody uh, wants to make one last Christmas gift uh, and drop off some dog food or cat food to the humane side, that would be awesome. So what do we got going on? I, obviously, we're going to have some holiday hours and things of that nature. But uh, what do we got going on over at the Wake of Humane Society? <clears throat> yes, sir. So today we'll be open till 6, uh, from uh, 11 to 6. Uh, we'll be closed Christmas Eve. Uh, and Christmas Day, and then we'll be opened up again on on Monday. So uh, today is kind of the last day to uh, get your get your dog before Christmas if you if you want to come by and check out the dogs. It, it would be a great gift, wouldn't it? I mean to 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 have that uh, have that little puppy under the tree on uh, on Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah, that that would be good. And then we also do the gift cards. So uh, if if you want to get a dog. And you're not sure exactly what dog would fit best with your family. You can always get that gift card and uh, have that under the tree. And then y'all could all come in as a family on, on Monday morning uh, and check out all the dogs together and, and pick one out. It's not a bad plan. That is not a bad plan at all. You got big, you got big plans. I mean, what do you, you, you know, what do you got going on? Oh, not a lot going on here, guys. Uh, be watching uh, uh, Christmas vacation, probably on a repeat and Christmas <laughs> story, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, not not too much going on here. Uh, might might work on a couple uh, fences here locally. I got a couple more on, on the to do list. Uh, I need to get done. But uh, but yeah, that's about it really for me. What about y'all? Uh, not just getting ready for uh, a trip to the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans next week. That's that's what we're uh, scheming and working on here. So anyway, that's awesome. All right, brother. What else? Anything else we need to know about what's going on at the Humane Society over the next couple of weeks as uh, we get ready for Christmas and New Year's? Yes, sir. So um, our our community cares program is really starting to pick up, and so uh, with that, I'm going out and I'm working on people's fences and things like that. And so um, we're we're looking for used power tools. So uh, if you get new power tools for Christmas and you're looking for something to do with your old power tools, uh, we'd love to have them at the Humane Society because we'll be able to use those uh, to help. Uh, with fence repairs, which would be awesome. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. It's just, I, I. You know, there are dudes that have that kind of stuff, but you could t- you could tear my garage from one end of the other, and you're not gonna find that. That new power tool is not gonna be under the tree for me. I can assure you. At least I certainly hope not. I wouldn't know what to do with it. I wouldn't know where to plug it in. I mean. <laughs> Oh boy! Hey, I, I'm like the, hey, I, I. Here's what I always say about that kind of stuff. I can do that stuff. It's called a telephone. I pick up and call somebody who's smarter than me that can do that stuff. Uh, that <laughs> I need a power tool. So do I, big boy. I need a lesson in a power tool. All right. So if they want to donate a power tool, <laughs> one of them jigsaws, I guess. Uh, <laughs> where, where would they drop that off at the Humane Society? Yes, sir. 2032 Circle Road, right across from Ruby's Barbecue. Sounds good. Hey, Mike, have a Merry Christmas. We appreciate your time, as always. Merry Christmas, guys. Talk to you soon. Ward, I need you to go through your garage and get all your your uh, circular saw. See, I, at least I kind of know some of the terms. Yeah.
I mean, that is one, isn't it? Circular saw. Mm-hmm. I've got four of them. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Table saw. Mm-hmm. Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sawzall. I don't know what that is, but I've heard that term before. There is such a thing. Yes, yeah. I have one of those. What's it do? Well, you can uh, get into tight places and you can cut uh, sheetrock with it and things like that. You call it a sawzall. I call it Fred. <laughs> That's your handyman. Because Fred the handyman can do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. I, you know, some people are born with those gifts and some are not. I'm telling you. My favorite thing to do is to walk around a hardware store and look at all the stuff and just say, boy, if I could only. Yeah. and Not me. I mean, I look, I love going to, to Lowe's and, and, and Home Depot and all those places. Too. But it's not for that. It's it's to, like, you know, check out the st- – I like to do the, the yard stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Me too. You know that. So, yeah, uh, but man alive. I, I'm telling you, I barely know where the gas goes. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, some dudes can open up a, the hood of a vehicle and then go, well, there's the, you know, whatever, whatever. And if you connect it to the whatever, you know, I, again, show. I, I, let me, <laughs> I have a hard time figuring out how to open up the, the, the hood. The hood. Yeah, I started to call it the roof. <laughs> yeah, you're challenged. Yeah, I'm telling you, I do. I sit there and stare at it and go, okay, how am I going to change this battery? I'm going to go to the hardware, do, mm. to the uh, automotive store and go, hey, look, I got this battery and it, it doesn't work. Takes about <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, there's some guys, that just that's just not their deal. And so I've, I've learned to compensate. It's pick up the phone or, or go find somebody or, mm-hmm. you know, helps on the way. All right, 714, 14 minutes after 7 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our weather forecast this morning is brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Waco's leading funeral home since 1925. They're at 6101 Bosque Boulevard. You can check them out at whbfamily.com. We'll get to uh, the weather forecast. And then RJ Achoa is coming up a little later on, plus some cowboy news and notes. That's all next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We'll see clearing skies today in very warm conditions. Highs this afternoon top out at 75. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 58 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Very, very mild with a high on Christmas Eve day of 82 degrees. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Fourth and two, back to throw, rush, sack by Carson. Only heard here. The ball fumbled out, recovered by Dallas. Dorrance Armstrong. All 
postseason. Dances in. That will be a Dallas touchdown. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Washington football team. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Don't miss the Cowboys in Washington Sunday at 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Hello, Central Texas. Trent Weaver here with W Promo. The Bears are Big 12 champs and Sugar Bowl bound. We've got your T-shirts to celebrate both, so come on down to our new location at 2728 Franklin Avenue or Richland Mall in the center court. Get a Hextech shirt or Baylor Men's Basketball Championship shirt for just $3 with purchase while supplies last. Remember, W Promo for all your screen printing, embroidery, vehicle wall, and window wraps and over 500,000 different promotional items. W Promo, branding made tangible. 2728 Franklin Avenue. Merry Christmas. Don't miss Game Day Live, New Year's Day from the Allstate Sugar Bowl. The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Hey, Ray Maliazzi here. I don't know about you, but my car could use a few upgrades. I mean, the 8-inch tear in the driver's seat does have sentimental value since my butt has molded to fit it, but I'm ready to move on. My solution? eBay Motors. They've got all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them, from seat covers to whole new seats. When I get that new seat, I think I'll put the old one in the living room, right next to the minivan seats, or as we call it, the sectional. eBay Motors. Let's ride. If you're paying too much for health insurance for yourself and your employees, and you probably are, listen closely to this message. Our agency, in addition to representing all the major medical companies, we have an exclusive contract with one of our carriers that no other agent has in the entire country. Hurley Benefit Services President Michael Hurley. Our plans encourage educated consumption of health care. And as a result, we've been able to save employees and employers thousands of dollars. I have a local company here with a little over 100 employees, and we're able to save them in the last 12 months over $100,000 in premium dollars. This is indeed fact. It's worth 10 minutes of your time to talk to Hurley Benefit Services to learn how you can save thousands on health insurance costs. Set a no-cost, no-obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned, and they're online at HurleyBenefitServices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y BenefitServices.com. All right, welcome back into the program. Little Chuck Berry and Run Run Rudolph. Man, he could thump a guitar. Uh, it is uh, 10, uh, 7 19, 19 minutes after 7 o'clock. Merry Christmas from all of us here at ESPN Central Texas. All right, our little fun question that we need you to jump in on the CNC Collision Center text line. Your favorite movie and or television program for, 
from the Christmas season, your favorite Christmas movie and or television program. And the CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. All right, Ward, Cowboys at Washington coming up Sunday night. The Cowboys at 10-4. and four. Washington coming off the loss to Philadelphia, 6-7. and seven. Still got some COVID issues. Uh, a loss. They're now under 500. They are seriously chasing what do you what do you what do you make of this game between the Cowboys and Washington on Sunday night? And I'm surprised it's still the Sunday night game. Quite honestly, well, you know, for the Cowboys, you got to keep playing defense the way you have. And since they've had their full strength back with Gregory and and Parsons and everybody on the field, uh, and and Demarcus, they've they've allowed only four point three yards per play. So this defense is playing outstanding. That's got to continue against a team like Washington. In fact, it, it probably needs to get better against a team like Washington. If they can do that, then they'll have a really good chance of winning this football game. I want to see what this offense is going to do. Is it going to come out of its cloud? Is Kellen Moore going to get out of his funk and, and be able to get back to calling plays that are taking what the defense gives them and just – taking advantage of that defense instead of trying to be cute and and actually have a, a rhyme or reason for what he's calling and, and, and give Dak the opportunity to maybe get back on track. Because if this this offense can't get back on track, this team is going nowhere. And, and again, I'm not a quarterback's coach, but it, 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 when you watch Dak throw the football, you're, you're, you say to yourself, there's something wrong, but then the Cowboys insist there's nothing wrong. So could he just have some mechanical issues right now? He could. I mean, I don't think he looks right. I think he's, you know, trying to push balls sometimes. He's not throwing receivers open. He's throwing to spots. And, um, you know, I, and then me, he'll make me, And then he'll make a brilliant throw. And, 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 and again, for me personally, that goes back to play calling. It goes back to you're not giving that cat a chance to get in a rhythm. Well, it, and it very well could be, but – for whatever the reason, running back issues, offensive line issues, quarterback issues, offensive coordinator issues, whatever those issues are, or maybe a combination of all of them, this offense is just not playing very well. And, you know, again, you had an 18, thanks to your defense two weeks ago, you had an 18 to nothing lead over Washington. And the next thing you know, it's 27 to 20. The Redskins have, excuse me, Washington has the football. And, you know, they're driving for the tie and touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, that should have ne- – when you have an 18 to nothing lead – But it was all on field goals, too. And a defensive touchdown. Yeah. I mean, so – But 18 is 18. I, I agree. But also, you you got to – to me, this is – Put your foot on the play, gas and go. Yeah, this is play calling 101. Keller Moore's lost as a ball in high weeds. But everybody wants him. He will be a head coach either next year or within two years. I mean, it's that, that's not even open for discussion. I mean, it's, I, that's I think a fact. If he keeps calling plays the way he is, it might be. I mean, there, there's. I mean, you can look at it and, and it and just you can tell, you know, that it, it's kind of quieted down on him. And 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 you know, I'm not the only one I'm hearing saying that this guy is not doing what he was doing at one time. It, it's it's a different approach, and it's. And maybe because, maybe it is because Dak's hurt and he didn't want to put him in harm's way. I don't know, but it's just not the same. There's not a rhyme or reason for him doing anything. He's not setting up something for later on in the drive, setting up something for later on in the quarter. It just, it, I, I can't figure it out. 
You realize last year, and I didn't even think about this, but last year the Cowboys did not have a single Pro Bowl football player. Mm-hmm. This year they have, what, five, seven, something like that, including Michael Parsons, who might be your NFC player of the year. He's the NFL defensive player of the year. Not NFC, NFL. Micah Parsons talked about his 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 season that he's having and his his playing ability. I just try to stay extremely humble, you know. I never forget where like I came from. But also I don't go out and try to say I'm better than this person, I'm better than that person. I think we in the NFL, I believe everyone's a great player. But I just think there and I mean, there's just certain things we see every day that certain people just don't do and you see certain people do things people do do, so you know, and I'm not knocking anyone. I never knock anyone. I just got a strong, strong uh, belief in my abilities, and I believe that like I can make plays that certain people can't. And um, you know, but at the end of the day, I just try to stay like grounded though, and you know, just you know, just leave everything up to God, and just really, I just play football. He says he 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 feels like he's got a certain ability that he can do things that other people can't. Well, that's a fact. I mean. He, this dude is playing at a different level than most others. Uh, no, there's it, not many guys out there that you can move around like he's been moved around and be able to be successful he, in every position you put him in. He's a puppy. He's just getting going, and you can and they they treat him like he's a ten year vet. They they can do anything with him, and, and that's I think sometimes we forget about that. Here's a guy that is just adapting to the National Football League from Penn State, yet. You want him to play DN? Okay. You want to play, you know, middle linebacker and blitz and, and, and take care of the middle of the we can, You want him to be, a, you know, an outside backer and, and, and take care of the hook zone and chase tight ends down the field? He, whatever you ask him to do, he does. What do you mean running back? Well, they could do that, I think. They could do that. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a special dude. Uh, and, and, again, this football team is an interesting thing. The first six or seven weeks, it was all about that offense. And the last six or seven weeks, it's been all about that defense. What if they put it together? How good could they be? They could be really good. I mean, this could be a real good football team. Well, here's something that's interesting to me. Dallas is 9-2 and two this year when it records two or more takeaways. If you record two or more takeaways in the NFL – Shouldn't you be eleven and zero? Well, they're leading the league in takeaways. Well, yeah, because it, they have to. The the offense won't score or it kicks field goals. Uh, but that, my point being that you with with all those takeaways, nine. You know, if you get two takeaways in a single game, that should be two two scores, and two scores in an NFL game should be separation. Should be, uh, but for the Cowboys it's not. They, well, they found a way to, they to settle for field goals. They have found a way to get two takeaways in two particular games and still find a way to lose. I mean, come on. All right, uh I- anyway, and, and I know we're knocking on them like uh like they're 4 and 10. They're actually 10 and 4 and they're going to win the division and and all that, but they Yeah, just but that's not that's not enough. I mean, if you look at this team, I mean, was, was did, did anybody say at the start of this season, okay, if they win the division, that's okay. That's all we need. No, I mean, I think you you looked at this for the most part, and everybody said, look, they've got enough talent on this field, both offensively and defensively, that they should at least, at least be in the NFC Championship game. Maybe not win it, but at least get there. Um, And I thought, you know, coming in, they should should have an opportunity to, to get to the big game. 
But they, in my expectation, they should at least get the NFC Championship, which they haven't been in a long, long time. Oh. But when's the last time they won a playoff game? What two years ago? I have to go back and look. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I really don't know. They're few and far between. I know that. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, when Dax, they were when Dax they, one and three, I think in playoffs. I when, think when they were five and one. When they were five and one, I thought they were the best football team in the NFL. When they were five and one, I, I did. Tampa had some injuries and some things going on, but when they were five and one, because it, you could not stop that offense. And the defense was banged up like crazy, but still playing outstanding football. Uh, and, and you just knew that the defense was going to get better. They were going to get healthy. And and then you're thinking, okay, with this offense and this many offensive weapons and a healthy defense, who's going to stop them? But for whatever reason, this offense has found a way to bog down and be very pedestrian. Dak is one and two playoff record. One and two. Mm-hmm. So I, I've got the total numbers between Dak Prescott, Tony Romo, Troy Aikman, and Danny White, comparing them through the first eighty-two games. Pretty, pretty interesting. What was Tony Romo, by the way? Overall, record-wise, yeah, yeah. won yeah. a lot of games, didn't he? He won a lot of games, forty-nine and thirty-three through eighty-two games. How about that? Dak right now through eighty-two games is. 51 and 31. He's thrown 131 touchdown passes, rushed for 25, 156 total touchdowns. I won't get into all the numbers, but Tony Romo threw 156, rushed for four, and threw 160 touchdown passes through 82 games. How about that? You know, I was sitting there thinking, we, we, we're, we're pouring all this praise, and rightfully so, on Michael Parsons. But th- then look on the back end. You got a guy named Trayvon Diggs who's having an unbelievable season, and we haven't said a whole lot about him because Micah Parsons has overshadowed him. Mm-hmm. Amazing what the, what, 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 what's happening on that side of the football. But if this offense doesn't get going, it, it, may, it may not mean anything. I mean, and again, you're right. The team was not constructed to win the division. The team was constructed to make a deep run. What does that look like? Don't know. It means winning one more than one playoff game. I mean, I certainly hope. I, I don't know that they can win a playoff game right now. Well, they're gonna whatever game they get, it's gonna be at home because they're gonna win the division. So they'll be at home in the first round. Now beyond that, who knows? But what are they right now? I think they're if 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 it ended right now, they'd be the number two seed. I think so. I think Green Bay's number one. So you'd get two. You'd get uh, a home playoff game. Then you'd have to go to Green Bay if it all staying on course. We'll see. All right, 731. Uh, speaking of uh, talking about the Cowboys, let's talk to R.J. Ochoa from uh, Blogging the Boys in ESPN San Antonio. We'll do that for you next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. I know one Oklahoma State fan who's not doing well. Oh, oh, man. I can imagine. And, I'm, and I have, like, there are schools that I really dislike. Oklahoma State's not one of them. We right. talked about it. I, I like Coach Gundy. I, I generally support their athletics if they're not playing Baylor, you know. But I, I can imagine the feeling on the other side. How's young Sarah? <laughs> I personally, the line 
of what's too far to joke about is almost non-existent to me. Yeah, like, no to line. me, laughter makes things better. Oh, I'm the same way, yeah. but it doesn't always work with everyone like that. You're right. <laughs> and so this week in our office, there has been a strict gag order that do not make any jokes about the Big 12 championship game. Don't make jokes about your loan coming up a foot short. Oh. Don't, like, just... No, I'm serious, like... The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Texas A&M has pulled out of the Gator Bowl due to COVID issues as well as season-ending injuries. A decision will be made later today as to who will face Wake Forest on December 31st in Jacksonville. Cole Talley kicked a 41-yard field goal as time expired to give Army a 24-22 win over Missouri in the Armed Forces Bowl. This afternoon, North Texas goes up against Miami of Ohio in the Frisco Football Classic. And tonight, Florida tangles with Central Florida in the Gasparilla Bowl. Robinson has a new head football coach. The Rockets will now be guided by Mike Ludlow, who comes from North Forney High School, where he was the offensive coordinator. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss Game Day Live, New Year's Day from the All-State Sugar Bowl. Very, very appropriate. Little Charlie Brown for you. From our CNC, CNC Collision Center text line this morning, the uh, 
question this morning is what is your favorite Christmas movie and or Christmas program? And from the 254, we get uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. And so, therefore, Ward puts Charlie Brown music on on the radio. How about that? Uh, let's welcome into the program R.J. Achoa from Blog of the Boys and from ESPN San Antonio. R.J., good morning. Merry Christmas. What What is your favorite Christmas movie and or television program? Good morning, guys. Great to be with you. Um, fantastic question. I would say, you know, I'm, I'm a ripe 32 years old, so I'm a, I'm a child of the 90s. I love Jingle All the Way. I still love it with Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Sinbad, obviously, chasing down the, the Turbo Man action figure. Uh, that was always a classic. Home Alone, obviously, you can't go wrong. Um, I still question how the McAllisters could afford such a, such a mansion and, and what and lifestyle of such luxury. Uh, with seven kids or whatever at the time in, in suburban Chicago. But, you know, I, I think some things are, are just left to the mystery of Hollywood. So the, I, I, I watched Jingle all the way on the way to the national championship game on the plane. Did you really? Still greatness, yeah. It's good. I, but you know what? He he mentioned Home Alone. I've watched Home Alone three times this, this season. Uh, hey, look, when, when that dude crawls through the window and all of those little uh, uh, ornaments are on the floor. Uh, oh. What what a yeah. what a great move right there, uh, but yeah, that is a great movie. All right, let's 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 dive into this thing, uh, RJ. First of all, uh, the NFL a, on their toes again because we're playing football on on Tuesday night. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I'd say the last week or maybe the last ten days, last maybe two weeks, um, I felt a lot like the early days of two thousand twenty. Um, and so in that sense, it's been a little bit exhausting and certainly felt a little bit like last season. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's tough to kind of, um, logic it out or, you know, I mean, health and safety is obviously, you know, a top priority, the top priority for everyone. Um, but, but the NFL, you know, said, we're not going to, you know, postpone any games. We're not going to do that dance. We're not going to sing that song this year. Um, but, but it seems like the NFL has changed their tune. Um, and, and I think, you know, when it comes down to brass tacks, they want the games to happen. They want the games to feature the best players that they know that they're, they're in the final weeks leading up to the playoffs. They don't want any sort of situations to pop up in a playoff game. And so, um, it's, it's their world and we all kind of have to live in and react to it. I'm curious, uh, when, when you look at the league, are, are the majority of the players and the majority of the coaches, are they, are they vaccinated or are we dealing with several players that are not vaccinated? And could that be part of the issue? Yeah, I'd say it's a mixed bag. I mean, and, you know, I, I don't know that there's a, a, a paper trail, I guess, that you can follow for, for one team or one person. Obviously, some players have been more vocal than others and some players have been particularly vocal this season. Um, but, you know, Washington, as one example, was reportedly one of the least vaccinated teams, you know, uh, entering the season. And so you, you look at them and, and them having the outbreak that they did, which led to their game obviously being postponed. And, you know, actually, as a matter of fact, this, this exact second, Taylor Heineke was cleared of COVID protocols. And so they, they've kind of been, you know, I, I don't want to say the face of this, but like, you know, the Indianapolis Colts were a team. Uh, that, that that was leading the charge among the unvaccinated, and they've been fine, uh, you know, relatively speaking in this sense. And so, it, all it can take is is one one positive case. I mean, as we well full know, and you know, Montez Sweat was kind of, if you trace it back far enough, it looks like he was the first positive case 
in Washington. He actually tested positive the week leading up to the, the first Cowboys matchup against him. He was unvaccinated. That took him out the mandatory 10 days. And then, you know, I, it, you know, you can kind of infer that there's no, again, you know, proof of this, but it looks like he was the, the person that caused the outbreak that led to all this. And so um, I, I, it's, it's difficult to say. I mean, so, so many people have kind of kept that information close to the vest. RJ, in your opinion, has Kellen Moore taken a step back in the way he calls plays right now? I mean, I don't know if he's taking a step. I think he's moonwalked. I think he's backflipped. I think he's, you know, <laughs> Kellen is, is a very different person um, than, than who we saw early on this season. I, I thought so much about a, a quote of his that he said after the Cowboys beat the Chargers in, in talking about their offensive philosophy or, or MO, however you want to put it. He said that, that they wanted to aggressively attack whatever opposing defenses gave them. And that sounds awesome. Great. You know, I'm with you, Kellen, but they haven't done that at all. These last, I, I mean, I don't know how, how long you want to go with this, maybe six weeks. Um, and, and, you know, Washington is a great example. Montez Sweat is a great example. Washington had like, like no defensive ends on their team. And, and, and I know we talked about this, had, still had Jonathan Allen, their, their all-world defensive tackle, and ran right up the gut. You know, you, you would imagine, you know, I, I'm not an offensive coordinator by trade, but you would imagine that what's their weakness? What can we aggressively attack? We're going to aggressively attack what, what is weak on their team. And he hasn't been doing that. He's obviously been extremely conservative. I do think, you know, and it, it pains me to say this, I think he's partly limited in what he can do by, by the way Dak Prescott's been playing. And so, you know, there's, there's enough blame to go around there. But there's no question about it. And, and the sample size is extremely large at this point. It isn't just a, a one-game, two-week, whatever little blip. Over the last six weeks since Dubai, they have been one of the most inefficient offenses throughout the entire NFL. And that, I think, is the frustrating thing for, for Cowboy fans right now, RJ, is when you look at this football team, if you could put the, the Cowboy offense of the first six weeks together with the Cowboy defense of the last four or five weeks, uh, you'd have a, a, a team that uh, would be favored to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I think, you know, we're, we're talking the, the morning after the Pro Bowl rosters were announced, and, and, you know, the Cowboys have five Pro Bowlers, and none of them are skill position players on their offense. And that that really challenges everything. I mentioned my age. Like, I, I've never lived in a world like this, where, where, where the Cowboys are this really good team, and they're only really good, at, at present time at least, because of their defensive superstars. Um, and so it, it shakes you to your core a little bit, but, but it is also concerning. I mean, you know, and, and you can come up with, I think, um, a point, you know, an example of, 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 you know, to fit every every kind of take, every narrative here. I mean, you know, the Green Bay Packers, while they scored, they struggled to beat, you know, a Lamar Jacksonless Ravens team on Sunday. The Buccaneers got shut out. And so, you know, a lot of people, when you have these conversations, a lot of our followers are, are, are really supportive of the Cowboys and saying, well, everybody's struggling on offense. You know, it's, it's not this new wave thing. It's not just the Cowboys. And that's true, but that doesn't make this any better. I mean, I, I don't know how you can, can trust that this offense is going to be enough come playoffs. You know, people have focused so much, rightly so, on how the defense has taken the ball away 12 times over the last three games. Now, of those 12 takeaways, two of them were, were scores, and one of them effectively ended the game. So, you know, you're talking about nine possessions that they gave the Cowboys offense. The average starting field position that the Cowboys offense netted as a result of those takeaways was their own 44-yard line. 44-yard line, 56 yards to go. I mean, for an offense that we all believe in, they have two touchdowns. They have three field goals, and they have four punts. 
Um, so, I mean, you're talking about they're, they're basically averaging eight points a game over this three-game stretch that they have benefited from these turnovers. And, you know, they won one of these games 27 to 20. They, they won two of these games 27 to 20. And, and so what happens if there is a regression to the mean on the defensive side of the ball? It doesn't seem like the offense can carry their weight. Micah Parson made the Pro Bowl. Is he not only the rookie of the year, but is he the NFL defensive player of the year? It's such a narrative-driven award in, in a lot of senses. Yeah, I, I really believe as an example that DeMarcus Ware should have won it in 2008. Um, and, and he didn't because the Cowboys missed the playoffs. The last game of their season was a 44-6 to loss on the road against the Philadelphia Eagles. In a in a basic you know in, you know basically NFC East wild card or bust game, um, James Harrison won the award that year. The Pittsburgh Steelers were a top team. They wound up winning the Super Bowl. And so you look at the the field, you look at the competition, and I think you can make a, a case, a statistical case, a merit case for T.J. Watt or for Miles Garrett, and obviously for Michael Parsons. I really don't you know believe Trayvon Diggs is, is as much in that conversation as a lot of people want him to be. But T.J. Watt's on a Steelers team that's struggling that might not make the playoffs. Miles Garrett's on a Browns team that, that just lost a really you know big game. Granted, they had their own COVID issues. They might not make the playoffs. Meanwhile, Michael Parsons is on a team that's going to win their division, uh, going to host a playoff game, might win a playoff game or two, um, You know, might be one of the top seeds in, in their conference. And, in fact, the NFC is a more stout conference at the top. So, I mean, the narrative is kind of working for him. I will say, though, the narrative does work against guys winning multiple awards. They usually don't give, you know, one player something, you know, a, a whole bevy of trophies. I mean, and, you know, every year a quarterback wins MVP, yet a different offensive player wins offensive player of the year. Dak Prescott won rookie of the year in 2016, but Zeke Elliott, a fellow rookie, won offensive player of the year. So there is some like weirdness that happens to that, but but I think he's very much in the running, and and a lot of the way the season ends for his team will go a long way towards his cause. As far as the uh, the Cowboys in postseason play is concerned, they got a lot of help last week. Uh, you, Arizona losing, Tampa losing. So I mean, they're in a position, RJ, where they could end up uh, in in that number one spot. I mean, it, it's you know a couple of weeks ago I thought, well, there's no way right now, but uh, it, it's still very much a possibility that the Cowboys could be the one seed in the NFC. It's it's crazy. I mean, and, and it's crazy that, you know, it's not like, you know, the Cardinals played, um, you know, the I, I know they just lost to the Rams, but the Rams and, you know, the Saints played the uh, the Packers or something. I mean, it was, it was falls to these really weaker teams. I mean, you know, whatever on the Saints, but you're right. And, and it's strange. And, and there are some different paths. Um, the the focus, I think, that, that, you know, is a little bit difficult to explain because we got a lot of comments, a lot of questions. How are the Cowboys ahead of the Buccaneers right now when they lost? That head-to-head tiebreaker that Tampa has is only applicable if they and Dallas are the only two teams that are tied. Uh, if you have a tie between three or more teams, the immediate tiebreaker becomes conference record. And, you know, the Cowboys have lost four games, but three of them were to the AFC West. So they have that over everyone. Um, and, you know, right now the three-way tie is between them, Arizona, and Tampa. Well, they happen to play Arizona next week. And so Arizona cannot finish with the same record as Dallas and Tampa. 
So you either need the Rams to win out, which is going to be difficult. They play uh, the Minnesota Vikings this week. They still got to play, I believe, the Baltimore Ravens next week. So it's so not exactly a walk in the park for the Rams. Meanwhile, you know, if you get one loss from the Packers, then all of a sudden they're down at your level. And, you know, they play the Vikings themselves next week. They already lost that team. They play the Browns on Christmas. I mean, it's it's very possible. You, you don't, you know, you don't have to move a lot of goalposts to get the Cowboys at the one seed, which would be a crazy turn of events given what happened in November. R.J. Ochoa of Blogging the Boys and ESPN San Antonio with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And, R.J., does Dak look like he's pressing to you and, and, and maybe under a little more pressure than, than he even wants to be? It looks like sometimes he's forcing things. Yeah, I mean, it, it looks um, it looks like a root canal, I mean, at times. And it's, <laughs> it's tough, I mean, because you know he's, uh, you know he's capable of those things. And, and, you know, so sometimes he's under pressure. Sometimes, you know, the, the pressing is, is, you know, a result of logic and reason. But um, it, it just, I mean, it, it feels so clunky and it feels so forced. And that's just never been a way that, that, that things have felt with him at the quarterback position. Maybe not, at least since the early parts of 2018 before they traded for Amari Cooper. And so, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult to acknowledge. He's one of the worst players on their team right now. Now, he did bounce back, you know, relative to, to what, you know, the mean had been as of late uh, last Sunday against New York. But still, I mean, you know, they scored two touchdowns in that game. And, yeah, I mentioned defensive takeaways. One of the takeaways, the Jordan Lewis interception, gave the Cowboys the ball at the Giants' 13-yard line. And so, cool, you, you, you scored a touchdown with 13 yards to go. Um, if you can't do that, then I'm really going to start sounding the alarms. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's – it's it's really terrifying and it's it's frustrating and it's scary to be honest with you. I mean, it's so difficult to get to this point. It, it's so I mean impossible actually. You know, th- think about all the the life we have to live between now and Christmas week next year. I mean, we have to go through New Year's and Valentine's Day and St. Patrick's Day and the Masters and the NBA playoffs. I mean, those are just like sporting events, like birthdays, and you know, the the clock's got to jump forward and jump back again. Like we have to live an enormous amount of time just to get back here, which is what makes it so terrifying. You have this precious gift this precious opportunity in front of you. And if their offense isn't right, it's going to be really hard to stomach over the whole offseason. Holy smokes, RJ. Breathe in and breathe out, buddy. <laughs> He's, you're stressing. Uh, big picture, where do you see this football team in three weeks? You know, um, once I do calm down a little bit, uh, you know, drink, I, I would say drink a little eggnog, but I'm not a monster. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I think... I mean, they, they have as good of a chance as anybody outside of the Packers. I, I think you're you're not being fair if you don't acknowledge the Packers are, are at a little bit of a different level than anybody in the NFC right now. I know they almost lost to the Ravens, um, but but if you know everyone's got these weird and crazy and awful losses, the Packers have the most explainable losses to me. I mean, the Packers have you know they lost Week One on the road against the Saints in Jacksonville because of the hurricane. Then they lost to the Minnesota Vikings, a division rival. And they lost without Aaron Rodgers, you know, when, when he was on the COVID list himself against the Chiefs of all teams. Granted, they, they were still struggling. But so, I, I mean, you never celebrate injuries, but, but the Buccaneers losing Chris Godwin for the rest of the year, it, it's tough. It's hard to see them, you know, making their way through that, even with Antonio Brown coming back. The Cardinals losing DeAndre Hopkins and losing in general, I mean, kind of falling apart like they did last season. I don't know. I think the Rams are, are definitely – 
uh, somebody has to contend with. But but as of now, the Cowboys would draw the, the Saints, or excuse me, the Vikings in, in the first round of the playoffs if they started today. I think they're more than capable of winning that wild card game, whether it's the Vikings or the Saints or the Eagles, if they you know kind of wind up in that position. If they do fall to the three seed and draw the Niners, that's a little bit worrisome. That offense has been clicking a little bit as of late. But I think they can get to the divisional round. And that, that's been what's haunted them forever. That's, that's literally why they hired Mike McCarthy, was to get over that hump. Um, whoever that winds up being, if it's on the road at Lambeau Field, if it's you know on the road against, I don't know, the, the Cardinals, maybe the Bucks. I mean, it, it's difficult. I mean, I, the only thing that I would lose some sleep over is a road trip to Lambeau Field right now. But I do want the theater of it, to be very clear. I'm just terrified of the potential reality. RJ, man, we do appreciate your time today, as always. I uh, hope you and your family have a very Merry Christmas and look forward to talking more Cowboy football next week. Likewise, my friends, Merry Christmas to you. You guys really are the turbo man uh, in my life. So I uh, <laughs> appreciate you and your friendship. Y'all have a great holiday. <laughs> you do the same. Merry Christmas, RJ. Uh, RJ Ochoa. Hey, you know what? It, it, just get him on just for the uh, comic relief on this program. He is so great. <laughs> Good stuff. And knows his stuff, too. Uh, 7.52, this is uh, ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as uh, we uh, work our way through a Thursday. I want to talk a second about Waco Beef and Pork Processors. They're at 523 Precision Drive just off Franklin Avenue behind Rosa's Cafe. You may have time uh, to call uh, to call Mike and the gang over there at Waco Beef at 772-4669, maybe order a, a turkey or a ham. But I can assure you, you got those holiday parties and those holiday festivities. You're looking for cheese and summer sausage and things of that nature. Look no further. I mean, it is absolutely the best around, and that's Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Again, you could check them out online at holysmokedsausage.com. Holysmokedsausage.com. I promise you, their summer sausage is the best uh last time i was in there i bought some of that uh, it was uh it's terrific stuff and of course they have cheeses and all that kind of stuff so you could you could do your party trays you could do uh, a ham you could do a turkey you can do it all right there all your all of your holiday food needs are right there at waco beef and pork processors 523 precision drive they're just off franklin avenue right behind rosa's cafe and the movie theater check them out and tell Mike that uh, that we were we were talking nice about him. And uh, <laughs> when you go in and and uh, you, you know, heck, he may give you a pat on the back or a hug. You never know. Waco beef and pork processors. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in the head coach of the number one ranked Baylor Bears, Coach Scott Rue. Most importantly, we got the win, and uh, uh, that helped us uh, earn number one ranking for the third straight year, and uh, only us in Gonzaga out of 358 schools have been able to do that. And if you go in the last six years, uh, Duke, Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, the only ones to be ranked uh, number one uh, four out of six years. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your your roof above everything else. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Texas A&M has pulled out of the Gator Bowl due to COVID issues as well as season-ending injuries. A decision will be made later today as to who will face Wake Forest on December 31st in Jacksonville. Cole Talley kicked a 41-yard field goal as time expired to give Army a 24-22 win over Missouri in the Armed Forces Bowl. This afternoon, North Texas goes up against Miami of Ohio in the Frisco Football Classic, and tonight, Florida tangles with Central Florida in the Gasparilla Bowl. Robinson has a new head football coach. The Rockets will now be guided by Mike Ludlow, who comes from North Forney High School, where he was the offensive coordinator. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's that time. Christmas time is here. Everybody knows there's not a better time of year. Here's that sleigh. All right, 757. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. A little Christmas vacation music for you from our CNC Collision Center text line and the 254. Uh, White Christmas and a Christmas story. Uh, this person's favorites. And when I was younger, it was Christmas vacation. So there you go. Uh, all right. Uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, the Ole Miss Rebels has, uh, has altered their travel plans for the upcoming Sugar Bowl. Uh, because of concerns uh, for COVID-19. Uh, and, and Baylor hasn't announced any changes as of yet. As of right now, they, they are uh, headed for uh, for New Orleans on Monday. But uh, uh, after reviewing the uh, new policies for bowl activities, the uh, Ole Miss Rebels have uh, adjusted their, uh, their travel schedule for their student-athletes and their staff, and uh, they are – they're not saying they haven't. I don't guess they finalized all the details because they have not announced when they will arrive in New Orleans, but they will not be there uh, on Monday as uh, as anticipated. So, uh, uh, well, actually, they were uh, rescheduled to leave 
for the uh, for the twenty on the twenty sixth. But uh, that date and other travel details are still being finalized. So Ole Miss Ward has uh, has said, you know what, be you know just out of safety precautions and things of that nature, uh, they're going to adjust their uh, their travel plans. And and as of right now, we have not heard word from uh, from Baylor on what their travel plans are for us. We are scheduled to leave out of here on Wednesday and uh, and start bringing you programs on Thursday morning from uh, from the team hotel in New Orleans. So, uh, but uh, again, this is very fluid, as you know. I mean, the uh, the Aggies have pulled out of the Gator Bowl, and there's conversations on whether there will be a replacement to play Wake Forest. I, I still find it very difficult that you're going to be able to pull that off and have a and and have a competitive football game on New Year's Eve. I, you know, could you move the date? You know, I, I know Kansas State's bowl game is on January the fourth. Could you move? Could you move the game back a little bit and give and give a team an opportunity? We were talking about teams that are under five hundred uh, coming in and playing against Wake Forest. Well, first of all, all of those teams have gone home. I mean, you know, uh, and they haven't practiced probably since Thanksgiving when, when their season ended. So it has been a month since they've practiced any football. I, I don't. Are you going to find a competitive football game in that I, I, against a ten and two Wake Forest football team? I, I, I don't think you are. Uh, now there's talk of, of Rutgers. There's talk of Illinois. Uh, you know, there was even a conversation yesterday about a team that's already played their ball game, maybe just you know going over and playing again. You know, <laughs> uh, I mean, there's all kinds of conversations. I, I personally don't see it. What do you think? I, I think they get it done. I, I don't know. I, and you may be right. Maybe they do need to move the date. Maybe it doesn't have to be a hard thing. But then you've got to adjust everybody's plans as far as attending mm-hmm. the Gator Bowl, too. So, I mean, that's that's a big task to try to move that game. So, And it's a big task to try to find a replacement team. I, I hope they get it done for those Wake Forest players, I hope they get an opportunity to finish their season the way they thought they were going to finish the season, have a chance to play one more football game, have a chance to win a championship, uh, and and have that. Now, I, I don't know that it logistically can come together, but I, I think it can. I mean, I, there, there's an opportunity to, to find somebody out there that can play. Now, is it going to be what you want as a competitive football game? Probably not, but at least they get to play. And so I – just for their sake, I hope there is an opportunity for them to get on the field. Well, we're going to find out. I mean, I would think that if it happens, you're going to hear about it today. I don't think this is going it's to linger ha- into the weekend. No, it's going to happen pretty fast. Yeah, I don't. So. I don't. I agree with you. I don't think you can wait until Monday. I mean, I guess you could, but that would be Ooh. that would be the drop dead date. If you know, if it's not done by Monday. It's not going to get done, but I think you need to have it done before you get to the weekend. You're right. Well, we'll find out. But uh, they're not going to be working tomorrow or or, or Saturday. No, probably. and again, you you got to get these guys back on campus. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're going to wait till after the Christmas break to get them back anyway. So you probably wouldn't bring them back till Monday, and that gives you a week. And uh, what about again, your, what about those seniors that have uh, you know yeah, already I, gone down the road? I mean, there's a lot of moving parts here. Yeah, you're just going to have to find the right fit, and and hopefully, it, you know, it, it's somebody that you know feels like they can pull it together. Now, look, there's a lot of teams out there that would like the opportunity to pull it together. I, I guarantee you that. Uh, we've heard Rutgers, we've heard Illinois, and we've actually heard hey, you know, Marshall say we've already played our game, so we're we're still kind of 
formulated, we can we can get over there and buy. So, uh, who knows? We'll find out. But again, uh, stay close. We'll uh, we'll keep you posted. It's a couple of minutes after eight o'clock, let's get to uh, some more Baylor news and notes. Here's John Morris with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll hear from Baylor's head football coach Dave Aranda, a guest on the Baylor Coaches Show last night. That's straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Baylor University is where lights shine bright. So, let there be light. Let there be roommates and teammates, scholarship and championships. Let there be fresh starts and new traditions, fast friendships and lasting impacts. Let there be laughter. Let there be joy. Let there be light. Baylor University, where lights shine bright. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Hope you were with us last night for our Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's. Great to have Ricky Thompson, longtime member of our broadcast crew, on with us, along with head coach Dave Aranda. Baylor football wrapping up practices in Waco today. They'll take a few days off for Christmas, then head to New Orleans on Monday, December 27th. Coach Aranda talked about the progress of practice here in Waco. That's Baylor head football coach Dave Aranda from our Baylor Coaches Show last night. Baylor football headed to New Orleans in the All-State Sugar Bowl New Year's night against Ole Miss. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a safe and blessed Christmas holiday. We'll have more next Monday on our next Baylor Sports Beat. Dust off those boots, Texas. It's time for the rodeo. The incredible Ram Texas Circuit Finals, presented by Republic Gun Club, is returning to the Extraco Event Center. From December 30th through January 1st, you can watch the best of the best from Texas Circuit battle for the chance to compete at the Ram National Circuit Finals Rodeo. Come experience what everyone else is talking about and purchase your tickets now at extracoeventcenter.com. Recently on the John Moore Show. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. As someone who grew up here, as a diehard sports fan, especially football fan, but a Baylor fan, being able to read Dave Campbell and listen to Frank Fallon 
who was also a friend of mine through his son Steve, was like reading the Word of God and listening to the voice of God. John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Sing like this. Deck the horse with bows of holly. Fa la 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 la. Try again. Deck the horse with bows And then chop the head off the duck, right? <laughs> That's that's good stuff. 808, we welcome into the program. And Merry Christmas, Stephen Simcox. How are you this morning, buddy? We appreciate your time. We're running a little late, but, uh, you know, that, that's just that's what we do right here sometimes. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, it happens. No worries. Uh, and I'm loving the Christmas days. This is good. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, well, we're trying to figure out what everybody's favorite Christmas movie and or uh, television program is uh, for the Christmas season. Do you have one that just jumps off the page at you? Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, I mean, like, I love the original animated Grinch movie. Um, and then I also really like Home Alone. My kids have gotten into that this, this Christmas season. So we've been watching that a lot, and I forgot how great it was. So those are probably the two that come to mind. All right. Uh, in, in, in we normally have you to talk TCU athletics with us with the uh, Locked On Horn Frogs program, but I, I know you're you you keep up with the Cowboys and you're into into the Dallas thing. Uh, what what are your thoughts on Dallas right now? I mean, we're sitting here knocking on them because, but they're ten and four. Uh, they're they're going to win the East. Uh, they could very well end up as the two seed, maybe even the one seed. Yet none of us are satisfied with the way they're playing right now. Is is that strange to you? It's somewhat strange. I mean, I, I would agree. Like they've showed some toughness, some grit, some consistency this year that they haven't shown in the past. I don't think you know some of those Jason Garrett teams would be finding ways to win even with their struggles on offense. And the defense has been super impressive. I mean, Micah Parsons has been amazing. Um, they get after the quarterback. It really seems like with with Gregory and Lawrence now healthy as well, they have a pass rush that can make things happen and I mean that's a that's a uh, formula to win games like we've seen a lot of teams do that through the years run the football play good defense that travels well that works in cold weather if they have to go up to Lambeau um, I'm just I'm concerned about this offense like it's, it's not even so much that they're not scoring at the rate that they did early in the year it's just that they just seem so out of rhythm I mean last week against the Giants both their touchdowns came on drives really had short fields you know Dak looks off his receiving core hasn't been able to get out in space and make some of those big plays they made early in the season. They're running the ball okay, um, but it just feels like 
yes, they've been good and they've dominated a bad division, which, I mean, that's, that's worth noting because they haven't done that in the past. The last few seasons in the East has also been um, a really horrible division. They still haven't found ways to win out or, or win the division itself. So that's, I mean, that's noted improvement. Um, but if you're looking at them being a contender, I just find, I find it hard to believe, you know, even with the Cardinals struggling a little bit and, and the Bucks have been kind of up and down, if, if they go into, you know, Tampa Bay or Arizona or Green Bay with the offense playing like it is right now, I'm just not sure they can win. I, I don't think as good as that defense has been, I don't see them holding Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Kyler Murray to 10 or 13 points. And, and that feels like the strategy for them at the moment. But they have a few weeks to try to figure that out. We'll see if they do. And maybe this is how they want to play. I mean, this is – it's bizarre that the identity of the team's kind of turned on its head because early in the season they were sort of forcing turnovers and scoring in bunches. And now they're, they're doing it a completely different way. And maybe this is how they want to play football. It's just – it's weird to see a Mike McCarthy team and a team with so many weapons on offense kind of playing conservative and just trying to – not turn the ball over and score when they can. Stephen, with Mike McCarthy being the offensive guy you just mentioned, how long does he continue to put up with the the lack of production and the inept play calling of Kellen Moore? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I mean, early in the year, we were all praising this offense and praising Kellen Moore and his creativity. And it seems like teams have just kind of sat back and said, okay, we're going to play a lot of zone. We're going to drop a, a bunch of people in coverage and, make you go the length of the field and make you do it in shorter chunks and they haven't really adjusted and, and whether that's scheme or whether that's that coming back from a calf injury and just not being completely right I, I feel like there's some blame to go around but um yeah the play caller like you have to find a way okay teams are playing you differently they're going to keep doing this until you you figure out how to stop it so um make make this de- make these defenses pay for sitting back whether that's handing the ball off to Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard more or trying to you know find creative ways to get the ball to your wide receivers in space and have them make some moves and try to get in the open field um that's his job so he deserves criticism there and and mike mccarthy's been pretty staunch about i'm not going to try to grab the play sheet right like that's not what i want to do here and whether that was his actual idea or something that was communicated to him by jerry jones he stayed pretty faithful with that so that's a that's an intriguing point like as you get closer to the playoffs and it feels like this team has a chance to see, say, you know what? I want to be the one in charge here. Um, if we're going to go down, maybe it's me calling the plays instead of, uh, instead of Kellen Moore. Switching gears, talk a little college football. Uh, the uh, college football playoff committee uh, made an, an amended their, uh, their guidelines and their rules. And, and look, none of us hope that it happens, but we, you could see, a, and there's a possibility if this thing keeps going, that they could crown a champion without playing a game. I mean, if there is a forfeit in in, in the playoff system, they're going to let that forfeit stand. In other words, so you, your thoughts there? To, to could we crown a champion? Is there any conceivable way we crown a champion without a game? I hope not, and I don't think it'll happen. But I was pretty floored when I saw that they're even putting that on the table. I mean, my thought is like. I get it, and COVID is, is a huge issue right now, again, as far as people testing positive and, and um, you know, the, the ability of maybe it's spreading throughout the whole team. But, like, it's the national title game. I mean, if they have to wait two more weeks or three more weeks 
I think they'll find a way to get it done. Now, could I see a semifinal getting canceled? Maybe, but even that, like, there's just so much money and prestige with these things, guys. When we saw in the College World Series, like, we saw NC State have to bow out, and I mean, that was a pretty controversial decision by the NCAA, um, and they were really down to just about nobody. Uh, I think that game against Vandy, that first game against Vandy they played, you know, they had like three pitchers available. I mean, they were really, the roster was hurting, but they still wanted to play. I mean, they had, they felt like they had enough players to go and they still wanted to play. And I think at the end of the day, that'll be the situation with the college ball playoff. They'll find a way to get the game in. You know, I know the Gator Bowl got postponed and I was surprised by that, but the thing about these bowl games, especially in this era now with the semifinals and the finals, they just don't mean as much. And I think if you ask coaches privately, like, yeah, they want to compete, they want to play, but also, like, as long as they get some extra practices in, I'm not sure they're super worried about getting out there and playing one more game. And I know A&M was kind of down with the quarterback position anyway with uh, Zach Calzada transferring and Haynes King's status being up in the air with his health. So I, I could see maybe another bowl game or two getting postponed. I can't see them forfeiting a semifinal game or a national title game. I just – I know it's on the table now, and I don't have a protocol, but I think it'll get amended again if it comes down to it because that's just so much TV money and ticket gate money and, and everything that they've been giving up if they just said, you know what, Alabama, you beat Cincinnati, um, you know, now this other team can't play, we'll just, we'll just let you go ahead and, and get a championship. You don't have to play Michigan. They're, you know, they're not going to be able to fill the team. I just, that scenario seems too ridiculous to me. Stephen, have you had a chance to sit down and grade Sonny Dyke's first class there at TCU? You know, it's pretty small. I mean, I, I think he's done. They've done a good job of evaluating the guys that they've got. Um, he said in the press conference afterwards, Ward, that they could have gone and signed, you know, twenty-five players if they wanted to, but they decided to be a little more deliberate in their choice. And I don't know if that's you know actually what their plan was, or that's just a nice thing to say if you don't end up getting. 20 guys signed in the three weeks you had to recruit. But from a high school perspective, they ended up with a pretty small class. Feels like they did their due diligence, though, and didn't really reach for anyone. The intriguing thing to me is he said also in that presser that they could take on as many as 20 transfers, which is just a crazy, crazy number. That's a big roster overhaul. They've got a couple linebackers, uh, Terrence Cooks from Texas and a young man from Navy who committed yesterday, who unfortunately I'm blanking on his name right now, but he's also an inside linebacker. Um, they're going to need to take on some nose tackles because Joe Gillespie uh, is going to a three-three-five scheme, and they really don't have a big nose guard in the middle. Um, you know, running that four-two-five they did with Gary Patterson, they're kind of undersized at defensive tackle. So I think that'll be a position. I wouldn't be shocked if they reach for a transfer quarterback just to get some more competition in that room. And just because Max Duggan and Chandler Morris were not Sonny Dykes guys, so he really doesn't have any loyalty to either of those dudes. Um, so I think. Ultimately, the roster will look very different, but this this class from a, you know, taking high school seniors perspective is pretty thin, and I feel like he'll stay that way. Stephen, man, uh, we, we do appreciate your time today, as always. Thanks so much. We, uh, we wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas, and uh, look forward to visiting with you again soon. Thanks, guys. Merry Christmas to you as well. Uh, have a great day. That is Stephen Simcox. It is Locked On uh, Locked on Horn Frogs, the podcast, and you, you can catch it uh, where you get all your uh, your your podcasts, and, and it's a. Uh... 
great program if you want to keep up with uh, the Big 12 and TCU athletics. It is uh, 818. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's get a check of the weather forecast and the Cowboy Report. Here's Christy Scales. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Five Cowboys are named to the Pro Bowl, including rookie Micah Parsons. You'll hear from him next. This holiday, don't let the supply chain spoil the magic. Give the gift that always delivers. WrestleMania tickets. The season of stupendous continues. Live from AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. The most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. Have a very merry WrestleMania Christmas. <laughs> April 2nd and 3rd at AT&T Stadium. No need to wait for Santa. Get your single event and combo tickets now at SeatGeek.com. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Last night, the NFL announced its list of Pro Bowl players, which includes five Cowboys, offensive linemen Zach Martin and Tyron Smith, punter Brian Anger, and for the defense, cornerback Trayvon Diggs, who leads the league with 10 interceptions, and rookie linebacker Micah Parsons, who knows where he'll hang his Pro Bowl jersey after the game is played in Las Vegas in February. I got a nice little closet where I'm keeping everything right now. Upstairs in my man cave, you know, where I'm going to hang all my nice jerseys too, so... I'm hoping by the end of the year I got a nice collection of things that I could look back and show everybody and when friends come over they see how cool it is. Today's the second day of game plan installation for Sunday night's big divisional matchup hosting Washington. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We'll see clearing skies today in very warm conditions. Highs this afternoon top out at 75. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 58 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Very, very mild with a high on Christmas Eve day of 82 degrees. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Ring in the new year with Baylor football in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 champion Bears and the Ole Miss Rebels Saturday, January 1st from New Orleans in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 and the SEC on January 1st in the All-State Sugar Bowl. Right here on the home of Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, Way Cool Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Come join us, Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for complete listing. Don't miss Game Day Live, New Year's Day from the All-State Sugar Bowl. The star of the voice, or one of the stars of the voice, that's Kelly Clarkson. It's 8:24. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We continue our college football conversations today. We welcome in to the program from Gigum 247 Sports, Jeff Tarpley. Jeff, good morning. Thank you, and and Merry Christmas. We're glad you're with us this morning. Happy holidays to you too. Let's uh, let's talk about it. Uh, I, I, I guess best described is is probably devastating news to the Aggie football program that they're not going to be able to play uh in the Gator Bowl next uh, next Friday. I, I think the biggest thing out of this is that you get 15 practices for your bowl game. And unfortunately for A&M they got in I think uh 6 7 practices they were supposed to have I think five more in Jacksonville and they missed three. Uh, due to the NCA protocols on COVID-19. So they got in about half the practices. Uh, that meant half the workouts for a guy like Haynes King, who missed all season basically due to his broken ankle, uh, needed the, you know, he needed the reps of nothing else to kind of get a, get going a little bit for spring ball. Uh, you know, otherwise, this was a team, though, that was really shorthanded. Even with or without COVID, this was a team that was going to be challenged to get 
a lot of experienced people playing in this game. They kind of needed, they, they really needed the reps. So, you know, it was good that they got those, but on, what they did. But on the other hand, uh, they were down, I'm going to say, about a dozen players who had who, who had been injured, weren't going to play in the game. And then they had another about 10 who were draft eligible who were not going to play in the game. And they had a couple hit the NCAA transfer portal. So you can see even before all this hit that they were going to be thin as far as numbers go with regard to depth, especially at, you know, like quarterback, they were, you know, Haynes King was going to be the only scholarship quarterback uh, and so on and so forth. It just didn't have, you know, margin for error wasn't very high. This started happening and it's just really, really unfortunate, but at least they did get some practices in. Uh, They did get, you know, did get Haynes King back up to speed somewhat so that eventually uh, when he goes into spring ball, he's got a few more reps under his belt. Uh, It's not like they're not great reps, but nonetheless, he did get a few reps under his belt. And, you know, unfortunately for A&M fans, get to watch a lot of other people play football. And uh, the kids, you know, so. I was going to say, did obviously this came out yesterday, but did did you guys in the media down in the in the College Station area, the Brazos Valley, did you did you have a sense that this was a possibility? Well, there was word started filter, you know, word started kind of filtering out over the weekend that yeah, there were some <laughs> there were some issues, but you got to understand, there's players that miss, uh, you know, individual individual players miss individual games, or maybe a little clusters of players. Have, have missed individual contests over the last couple of years, couple of seasons, and it hasn't affected anything. Uh, and you know, everybody put forward a really good face, and then I'd actually talked to uh, a couple of people, and they were like, "Hey, look, this this is going to be really problematic." And that was kind of like a 180 from everything we're hearing publicly. So I started looking up the rules, and and you know, if you want to give me the time, I'll try. I, I'll try to explain why this is the way it is uh but as far as the protocols go if you're test if you're tested and you test positive doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated uh you're 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 done for 10 days and that you know for for the guys that had tested positive in the you know the last few days even if they came back in time for the game they would not have basically would not have been able to practice or they would have had very, very few practices in their belt. They would not have had been there in time for the install of everything when they got to Jacksonville, because a, a lot of what they were doing was getting the younger players, you know, you get 15 practices, so you don't need three weeks to get ready for a game. They were getting the younger players um, a, a lot of work that hadn't had that work just to try to see where they were. But so, those t- those ten the ten days was a killer because they were missing practices they were going to miss insoles and they were already shorthanded twenty down twenty five people so I, I think at the end of the day I think we heard it was somewhere around half the team was available half the scholarship players and you know that's just that's killer and in all likelihood. Uh, you know, I'm just speculating on this. A&M had two, you know, had two quarterbacks right now that had taken snaps: Haynes King, Blake Bost. 
And if either one of those, for example, tested positive, then you're down to one quarterback going to a bowl game. Visiting with uh, Jeff Tarpley from uh, Gigum 247 Sports. So, uh, Jeff, I'm going to assume that they've just basically shut the entire football program down for uh, for the holidays, and and they'll get they'll they'll go back to an off season type format when they get back from uh, from the Christmas break. Yeah, they'll just yeah it'd be like they played the bowl game. Quite honestly, they'll just uh, come back to College Station in early January, ready to go. And just to say this too, there are kids that are te- <laughs> and this is a you want to talk about a really unfortunate part. There are kids that tested positive. A and M schedule was the kids were going to be released on December 21st to go home, spend it with their families, and then arrive in Jacksonville on, on 26. But these kids that tested positive, uh, they're stuck. They're not going to, you know, they're, you know, they're, you know, they may miss Christmas with their families. Hopefully not. Uh, but they're going to have to be isolated until they're allowed to go home. They're not going to be able to spend time with their families until they go home. So that's, you know, everybody kind of forgets about that. So unfortunately for them, hopefully everything works out as best for them. We kind of try, we, we kind of forget some of the some of the issues associated with all this, and that's one of the uh, unfortunate side effects for those guys. So what's next for this A&M football program getting into the spring, priority for this team to get where they want to be? Uh, finding a quarterback. Uh, you know, Zach Calzada, who started most of the season, has already hit the portal. King, who missed virtually all of last season, is now the, you know, he's coming back. Uh, he's not going to be the man known necessarily because uh, LSU, LSU's Max Johnson has hit the portal and has transferred into A and coming to A and M. So he and King, along with five-star freshman Connor Whitman, will compete for the starting job in the spring. And I, everybody, of course, is going to be watching that battle. That's going to be a very interesting one. Whitman is a great, great athlete, dual sport athlete. He'll also play baseball at A&M. Uh, and then King, of course, uh, had won the starting job this past season. Max Johnson, you know, there's a guy, lost the starting job, uh, LLSU last season, rebounded to finish very, very strongly, including three touchdowns, no picks against A&M in the season finale. In fact, A&M fans think, you ask A&M fans, they're going to think really, really highly of this guy because A&M sacked him six times. They hit him a lot more. He hung in there and he delivered three big plays to win that football game for an undermanned Tigers team that, you know, they didn't have a lot to play for other than, hey, look, we're trying to send Ed Orgeron out with a win and we're trying to get to a bowl game and Max Johnson was a big part of that so everybody's looking forward to seeing what he can do uh, A&M has to replace a lot of defensive linemen they have to replace a guy like Marvin Leal who's first you know he's going to be an NFL first round draft pick they're gonna to have to work on that but here's the deal they've recruited so well in the defensive line they've got any number of combinations of people they can try out those spots so they're not they may not be as good as they were last year, but they're probably still going to be relatively formidable. They've got a they had a lot of injuries in the secondary, so they're going to get some have to get some of those people up to speed. 
Uh, they've got to find some receivers to pair with whoever the quarterback's going to be. The receiving core had a lot of issues this season, drop passes, that type of thing. They're going to have to – they're going to be bringing back a lot of injured guys. And, and again, here, here's the thing is that from A&M standpoint, they had so many injuries last year. I mean, like I said, there was a, a dozen guys sitting out the bowl game who had missed all or part, you know, chunks of the season. Uh, they were down numbers even before – the COVID protocols t- uh, had an unfortunate impact. So there's positions like receiver, uh, defensive back, and defensive line and quarterback. Those are the four positions that everybody's really going to be watching. Uh, they do also have to replace Jalen Watermeyer tied in, but again, they got lots of numbers. They brought in uh, three freshmen who are very, very talented guys, including Max Brothers John- Max Johnson's brother Jake and they will have to find somebody, you know, five, former five-star Baylor Cup is someone to look for there. So A&M's got, they, you know, they lost, they lost quite a few talented players, but it's not a rebuilding phase for this team. It's, it's more like reloading. And, you know, I don't know that they're going to be able to make the same kind of projected run that everybody thought they were capable of when they started out the season uh, consensus number 16 in the country. I, I don't know if they're going to be able to, they're not going to start out that high, but if the quarterback situation comes through, if the defensive line situation comes through, and again, they've got the numbers there. They've just got to get it figured out. And it may be a similar circumstance to the quarterback. This team could actually surprise people in 2022. Uh, the, the schedule, they did, they have to go to, you know, maybe a little problem. They have to go to Alabama, but Hey, you know, they, they, they do get LSU at home, uh, LSU at home this year. So they do have to play Florida. Don't know what to expect out of Florida, but, but this is a team that could make, if, if they get everything going quickly and they use spring ball to kind of look better than what they did last spring, especially on offense when, when they had, when they, when they had a lot of you know, issues in that spring game. Hey, hey Jeff, we are, we're, we're up against the clock, buddy. I appreciate okay. it. Thanks so much. And, uh, and we want to wish you guys a very Merry Christmas and, and thanks for being with us here this morning. And we just needed to get an update on what was going on in, in Aggieland and we appreciate it as always. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Hey, talk to you soon. That is Jeff Tarpley from uh, Gigum 247 Sports. Bryce Cherry of the Waco Trib is coming up next. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics and your home for game day live presented by the office of Baylor alumni. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Mark Smith, Matt Mosley, and me New Year's Day at 3.30 from the All-State Sugar Bowl in New Orleans as the Big 12 Conference champion Baylor Bears take on the Ole Miss Rebels. We'll preview the game, have scores and interviews, and it all happens New Year's Day. It's game day live presented by the office of Baylor alumni on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. 
The Big Finish sales event is going on now at Allen Samuels. The new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Quad Cab has values up to $6,750 or 2.9% for 72 months plus $2,000 bonus cash. First responders get an extra $500. Ram, the winner of the prestigious J.D. Powers Initial Quality. The Big Finish sales event is now at Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all of your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. We're up to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Texas A&M has pulled out of the Gator Bowl due to COVID issues as well as season-ending injuries. A decision will be made later today as to who will face Wake Forest on December 31st in Jacksonville. Cole Talley kicked a 41-yard field goal as time expired to give Army a 24-22 win over Missouri in the Armed Forces Bowl. This afternoon, North Texas goes up against Miami of Ohio in the Frisco Football Classic, and tonight... Florida tangles with Central Florida in the Gasparilla Bowl. Robinson has a new head football coach. The Rockets will now be guided by Mike Ludlow, who comes from North Forney High School, where he was the offensive coordinator. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Christmas, ladies. Merry Christmas, Mr. Buble. Are you ready to sing a little jingle bell? Yes. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle 8.40, 20 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, a little Michael Buble and Jingle Bells. Tom Barfield, Ward Whites. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat. And we welcome into the program the uh, sports editor of the Waco Tribune Herald, Mr. Bryce Cherry. Bryce, good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning. How are y'all? Doing terrific. Appreciate your time. Bryce, you probably thought it was going to be kind of a slow week heading into uh, into bowl week next week for the Bears. But, man, there has been a lot of stuff going on. Let's begin with uh, with the Sugar Bowl and, and Ole Miss. They have elected that they're going to back up their arrival time in New Orleans. Uh, your, your thoughts there? 
Yeah, I mean, it's uh, unfortunate that we're seeing a lot of um, spikes in, in COVID and the new variant that's out there, and uh, it's affecting sports on a on a wide-ranging sort of national uh, scale. And, um, you know, we're right now I don't think hockey is playing any games, and we've seen postpone, postponed games in the NFL. We've seen uh, – a lot of NBA players that are out. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's obviously going to affect college football too. And, and so we'll see. I think, I think, I don't think we've seen necessarily the last uh, news regarding this in terms of the Sugar Bowl. Uh, I'm, I'm actually expecting uh, today to hear maybe a little bit more about just the schedule for next week. And um, I've heard some rumblings that, the, uh, the press conferences at New Orleans could be virtual, which again would be unfortunate. I mean, we've uh, we've enjoyed kind of going back to the to the old way of doing things, but uh, you know you have to you have to be careful on on all of this stuff. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's like I said, it's unfortunate, but it's it's the world we live in. As far as the 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 college football playoff, uh, the CFP has uh, basically said that a team could, if if they had to, a team could advance uh, without playing because of a, a, a forfeit. I mean, and boy, you, now you want to talk about uh, a game changer, and and man, that uh, that puts a that sheds a different light on the whole thing, in my opinion. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, you know, you don't want that to happen. Um, and, you know, certainly you wouldn't want a, a championship being decided by uh, by a forfeit. Um, they have built a little bit of wiggle room into their schedule. I know they can push the national championship game back a few days if they need to. But, um, you know, that that's again, I mean, I, I commend uh, the NCAA and, and everything for uh for planning, I mean that's good to have a plan, uh, but let's let's all hope that it doesn't come to that. Do you think that they will try to, in all cases, try to get this thing at least pushed back? I mean, there's really not a huge timetable on it, is it? I mean, it, wouldn't you rather see them move some games around, even move some bowl games around, rather than just have to cancel it because a one team can't be there? It's really not fair to like, like Wake Forest with A and M's just saying, "Hey, we're not going to be able to play." Yeah, I mean, but what can you do? Uh, I, I just I don't know how much wiggle room they have in the schedule to to completely say, "Okay, we'll play this game a week later." Let's say, um, you know, especially when you're when you're thinking about travel and tickets and just everything that goes into a bowl game. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> I mean, let's, let's just pretend right now that the uh, sugar bowl comes out tomorrow and says, Oh, we're going to have a reduction in, in, um, uh, attendance, you know, well, that could be real unfortunate for, uh, maybe some fans who've already bought tickets. I mean, so there's a lot of factors at play here, um, and while, you know, we we would love to just see, oh, let's just, you know, bump this back a few days. I think there's there's things that sometimes prevent that from happening. You, you mentioned uh, 
rescheduling and things of that nature. The uh, the Gator Bowl with with Wake Forest and Texas A and M. The Aggies yesterday announcing that the that they're not going to be able to attend. Uh, logistically, I just don't see any way that that they get that game played and get a substitute team in there in that short period of time. Do you? Uh, I mean, there's been rumblings that Rutgers might be that team. Um, you know, I don't, I haven't seen what the latest is on that, but, uh, but yeah, it seems, seems tricky. Um, you know, there's again, a lot of moving parts to, to, to make that happen. And so, you know, these other teams haven't really been preparing for a bowl game, you know, these backup teams, so to speak. So, I, yeah, I, I agree with you that I think it, it's uh, it might be a long shot. Bryce, this is a uh, this is a great time of the year for holiday basketball tournaments, high school holiday basketball tournaments. Uh, are, are those still on track? And in, in, in are we in good shape there? So far, so good. Now, I talked to uh, Eric McDade at Midway yesterday. I want to say was it yesterday? Man, it has been a busy week. Mt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rice. Uh, tournament will start Monday. That's always a fun, uh, fun event, and um, you know they're looking forward to uh, playing that deal after not having it last year. And um, and then I know that uh, there are a couple holiday tournaments in like there's one in Moody, uh, there's one in the Rosebud Lot. So yeah, I mean I haven't seen any tweaks to those schedules. In fact, uh, I think. I saw, you know, schedules for the Moody and Rosebud Lot um, tournaments coming out yesterday uh, on Twitter and stuff. So uh, I think all systems are go. Uh, but again, I, I mean, I think this uh, this Om- Omicron is I can't even say that uh, the new variant. Um, it sounds like a bad transformer, um, you know, Om- Omicron. Uh, <laughs> I think that's. You know, it's going to affect a lot of things in the in the coming weeks. Unfortunately, do you see us going back to maybe ha- not having uh, some high school basketball being played, some college basketball getting uh, knocked out, and, and maybe we're we're staring down the barrel of the NCAA tournament being in jeopardy? I mean, it could be. Uh, you know, this, this COVID deal has obviously. Um, affected a lot of things and you know once you get a team that i mean you know it's very contagious and so once you get a uh a team that's got you know three four five guys out in basketball i mean that's a lot uh and so you know um it's hard to meet your your standards to play then and so yeah i think we could see cancellations in the coming weeks i think we could see uh you know postponements and things like that um, where you really hate to see stuff like that in, in terms of high, if, you know, specifically talking about high school basketball is, you know, once we start rolling around to, to district play, which some districts, some bigger districts have already even started uh, <clears throat> midway Waco high. They played their first district games this week. So um, yeah, I mean, that would be really unfortunate because now you're talking about games that matter and games that, um, you know, affect the playoffs. I, I was going to mention before we uh, before we move along too further, uh, too much further. Uh, the article that Chad uh, had out uh, in the Waco Trib about 
18 weeks of high school football. First of all, when you stop and think about it in those terms, that's a long time that we all been doing high school football. But what a great article uh, written by Chad Conine uh, about high school football and, and you know, f- featuring uh, uh, 18 weeks of, of covering high school football. That was, uh, that was a great article. Yeah, and he mentioned that, you know, this will be the first Friday uh, since, you know, obviously that last weekend in August that he hasn't had a, a high school football game to, to go cover. And, and he mentioned in there that uh, that's just part of the game when you're in Central Texas. You, you can just bank on uh, that weekend before Christmas, you're going to be covering somebody. Uh, you know, there's going to be somebody that, that makes it to Austin. And, and uh, of course, you know, this year was a really special year with with China and Lorena both winning uh, state titles, uh, you know, from the UIL perspective, Live Oak uh, several weeks before that on the on the tap six band level. So uh, special year for Central Texas, uh, you know, uh, fun to I mean, just really a, a great year. Uh, so I'll put a little mini plug in for my uh, Christmas Carol column. That's a gosh like. 25 year tradition that I've been doing and uh sometimes I'm more jolly about doing it than others but uh <laughs> but uh, that sucker will run tomorrow and um and I've got all so I don't always do this a lot of times I take you know the national headlines of the year and, and make them into a Christmas carol this year I went all local uh, and, and sort of celebrating a lot of the championship teams we had in uh, Central Texas in 2021. So. It, it, we were talking about that yesterday, Bryce. I mean, you stop and think about it. From McLennan's baseball team to the Baylor men's basketball team, Big 12 Conference football championship, all the state championships. Man, we, we've had we've had a lot of champions uh, at UMHB uh, down in the Belton area. I mean, we've had a lot of a lot of champions in the in the last calendar year. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, what a year. It's been it's been really really fun. Um it's, you know, at, for us, we're, you know, we're not quote unquote fans um in terms of these particular programs and stuff, but it sure is fun to cover winning teams, right? So Absolutely. Uh, uh you know, we I I really enjoyed going to Indianapolis. Uh, you know, obviously Grand Junction's uh, run for MCC was was cool to follow, and uh, just the stories that came out of that. And then, uh, you know, uh, we mentioned China and Lorena, and you mentioned UMHB. Obviously, Baylor's rise from uh, you know two and seven to Big Twelve champions. I mean, pretty incredible. It's been it's been a lot of fun. It's given us plenty to write and talk about. Absolutely. Hey, uh, we appreciate your time today, as always. want to wish you and your family a uh, blessed and, and Merry Christmas, and uh, look forward to seeing you down in uh, in New Orleans in a few days. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. Y'all, too, and uh, stay safe. Merry Christmas. All right, Bryce. Thanks so much. That is Bryce Cherry for the Waco Tribute Herald. It's 853. Stay with us. There's more to come here on uh, on the program. We're right back with more in just a moment. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Baylor Basketball back in action in the Farrell Center Tuesday, December 28th, hosting Northwestern State, 7 p.m. tip-off, December 28th. Baylor Men's Basketball, all season long, here on the home of the defending Big 12 and national champions. 
ESPN Central Texas. When it comes to banking, you deserve the first. You deserve the first National Bank of Central Texas. Locally owned for over 100 years, we know this community inside and out. We are a bank on your side, and when you bank with the first, you'll have a banker by your side. Want to find out more? Check out bankingfirst.com or come by and see us at any of our six locations. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas. You deserve the first. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. We're up to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Texas A&M has pulled out of the Gator Bowl due to COVID issues as well as season-ending injuries. A decision will be made later today as to who will face Wake Forest on December 31st in Jacksonville. Cole Talley kicked a 41-yard field goal as time expired to give Army a 24-22 win over Missouri in the Armed Forces Bowl. This afternoon, North Texas goes up against Miami of Ohio in the Frisco Football Classic, and tonight... Florida tangles with Central Florida in the Gasparilla Bowl. Robinson has a new head football coach. The Rockets will now be guided by Mike Ludlow, who comes from North Forney High School, where he was the offensive coordinator. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, riding down Santa Claus Lane. It's 8.55, we're uh, five away from 9 o'clock. You're on a Wednesday morning. Wednesday? Or Thursday. It's Thursday. See, you get... It's Stay the, with us. It's the holiday thing, and you get all, all discombobulated. But uh, speaking of which, uh, John Moore's show today at 3, Matt Mosley at 4. And then tomorrow, I've found out that our boss is going to be... Uh, well, he's he's gonna he's gonna treat us to a day off, so we will have our we'll have national programming for you here tomorrow uh, throughout the day, so we can all spend time with our families and and uh, Ward White's Clark Griswold here can go finish his Christmas shopping and uh, knock yes. pe- knock people over in the mall. And <laughs> I don't do that unless I'm trying to get a steal cookie. somebody's parking place. That's you. You're that guy, aren't you? Cut cut somebody off and, and steal the parking place? No, I park way out. Do you? Mm-hmm. So you don't get door dings? That's exactly right. <laughs> so, all right there's uh, probably not a way out now. So Yeah, I promise you. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Can you imagine? Uh so anyway, uh we will uh we're gonna take tomorrow off and then uh we'll be back with you Monday morning, couple of shows, and then we are getting things ready to go for uh for uh the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans as the Bears get ready to take on Ole Miss. So uh, I know you're knocking on wood. So, uh, yeah. And that's all. That's about all anybody can do right now is, you know, just hope that and, and pray that this thing for a number. It, it, yeah, we all want to do the football thing. But, man, we also want to stay healthy. And you want everybody to be healthy. And, look, when, when people get sick, 
with this, it, it's not it's not the common cold. I, trust me, I've had it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's 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 number one is keeping people as safe and and as healthy as possible. Uh, but yeah, we want you'd like to see some normalcy, and we thought we were kind of headed back in that in that direction. Then here we go again. So. We'll see. We'll see how it all goes. Wish uh, wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Ward, hope you and your family have a great Christmas. Enjoy that 40-degree temperature in your uh, living room. And Yes. And uh, you got the snow machine ordered yet? I do not. Uh, breaks my heart. <laughs> hmm. Ward said yesterday he was going to put the AC on 40 mm-hmm. and uh, get a snow machine so it could look and feel like Christmas. You know what it will? Think about it in these terms. It mm-hmm. will look and feel like Christmas in Australia. Well, thanks. I'm not in Australia, but thanks. But see, so you can you if you've ever wanted to go, this is this, it because it's summertime down down under. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, you know, you can go to the beach. I still think going snow uh, skiing, water skiing is it would be a great Christmas Day activity. You have fun with that. <laughs> hey, that is going to do it for us. Uh, have a great day, and we will see you on Monday uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They say that Nick Saban sent a plane back to East Lansing to, uh, when he got the job at, I guess it would have been LSU, and to, to get all his assistants, and none of them got on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Kelly had a similar situation. None of the Notre Dame people really wanted to go with Brian. I don't know what that tells you. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Sausage. 